In my garage. See, I need a background. <laughs> there we go. All right. So I'll kick it off with a quick intro, man, because like I said, I only have like 40 minutes on here and then I gotta get I'm gonna get kicked out. Oh, yeah. so. Let me so, grab the cap. What's that? And I'm gonna grab the capper. Nice. Yeah. So what's up, guys? Welcome back to uh, welcome back to O Canada RC, and uh, we are really happy today to finally have uh, connected with uh, Andre from Scale Metal Supplies, way down south of the Mason Dixon line <laughs> on the west coast. What's going on, Andre? Thanks for joining us, man. How's it going? Sorry, messing with everything. Um, yeah, good to be back on. I've been on before. Thank That's right. Guys. It was season one, I think, early on, we, we had you on with Pablo. Um, but it's been a while, man. How, how have you been? I've been good. Just yeah. Building tiny truck stuff, you know, trying to make more things to make uh, the fabrication process easier and trying to come up with new parts, too. So And that's, and that's cool, right? Like, that's um, – I think it's so good that, you know, there's guys like you doing that right now because – it's easy to buy ready to run. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think the longer you stay in this hobby, um, if you want to be challenged, it's you start to try to maybe build and expand your skill set a bit. Like, is that kind of how you got to where you are today or sort of how did you get into this situation? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's just I wanted I wanted what I was seeing on the trail, in the shop, on the road. And it's like you can only get so much. You got to make it. You got to make what you really want. <laughs> At least when I was really wanting so. Yeah, that's fabrication, cages, stuff like that. Stuff like this. So what do we got there? So for our viewers that uh, we that aren't seeing the video, what do you what are you holding right now? Oh, this is the uh the uh scale rail Baja bug. So it's a full internal cage, uh IFS front end off of a Kyosho rampage. So it's got that gold wing style. This is like a little version of uh Wilkie's what was the first one? The Land Shark? The one from Urban Assault. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of that was modeled after. The one that he terrorized San Diego with. <laughs> but so that's what that one's after. And then I got that's another awesome. bug actually right here. So this one's a uh, a crawler, just an exo oh, cage. Nice. It's just, you know, the stuff that I want, you just can't go buy it. That's right. That's awesome. So man. make it. <laughs> and and that's cool. Oh, and like, that is a Dakar truck. <laughs> He's got so many things. Like we could just go, <laughs> we could do a show and tell the entire time. Um, but like Andre was showing, if you if you haven't seen it or you don't follow him, shame on you. Follow uh, Scale Metal Supplies. Uh, you'll see you'll see a lot of the the things that he just referenced now and all the all the great work and and uh, and and you know add-ons and bolt-ons and braze-ons and weld-ons so like maybe talk a bit about that because you've got a bunch of different products some of which i know yeah. are more for guys like me who only have access to bolt-on but you've got some other more technical stuff too, right i've been expanding the bolt-on uh, selection too so i do have a, set, a couple things for the element i have the servo and axle front truss so it does a couple of things it gets that servo a little bit lower a little bit lower CG, but besides that, it's also strength to the front axle because it mounts where the shocks mount, right? Or sorry, where the uh, shock, the shock mounts mount on right. those element axles. So it actually, it's going to stiffen the axle. Um, and I also have a similar one for the rear, which also has a link riser arm. So that link riser gives you a little bit more uh, front bite. It's called anti-squat. 
Nice. And separating the links also gives it an extended roll center, which kind of helps with torque twist a little bit. So this on a gatekeeper is real nice. It's something you're driving a little bit faster. Or in this case, the Capra conversion. You know, this is a rock buggy. You can run U4 with this. I did this U4 at Axial Fest. It's got the tech sticker on there. Nice. So we did uh, Axial Fest U4 race with this. And it rolled over and somebody was like, hey, that's your element axles. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but it passed tech, though. So. And you've got footage what? from the pro line by the fire on on Instagram right now that people can check out. Uh, the Axial Fest stuff is on my videos, not the store. Uh, it's like the long videos. They're on there. Nice. I did the U4 2.2 and the 1.9. The races I wasn't in, I was chasing the cars around. Um, but I do have like pocket footage. I did the Scale Ultra at Proline by the Fire, and I did the Hot Lap. And I have like the whole run of the hot lap oh, and nice. I have part of one of the other laps from the scale ultra from the event. Nice. So that was kind of cool. And for people so who do don't know what scale, for people who know what scale ultra speed. is, that's running with the running basically with you, like almost like you for running. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like King of the hammers, but miniature you're running yeah. three miles. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, was... So another bolt on thing I just came yep. out with is these leaf spring purchase. So you can actually run a leaf spring on yeah. your, uh rtr axle for your axial 10-2 and i and i know andre you just did a uh, install video on that so check it out guys on his instagram too for the leaf spring it's um so so you know for people that are new into it for leaf spring versus like a conventional spring what are your what are your benefits uh to, to install something like that when you're doing the scale videos you got that nice low angle with the leaf springs on there it's just kind of got that you know when you're driving a real truck and it's all heavy and it's got yeah. the bobble it's got some really good uh, body action for those, nice. those uh, slow-mo videos. But, I mean, overall driving, you can set it up however you want. I mean, you can do like a buggy leaf, which yep. this guy Twist Babco. He makes these buggy leafs, which gives it a ton of flex, and it is a very capable truck. I like the leafs because they're a little bit harder, and it's got the look. Um, yeah. You know, scale over performance for me. <laughs> awesome. No, that's – got kind of needs to look good. <laughs> that's awesome. And sometimes, like you said, with like a leaf spring, scale – kind of brings that it's not i wouldn't call it performance but that realism that look and feel to how it's how the how the truck's rolling and handling the terrain right? kind of got like that and the noise too like the where the shackles are and everything all those interfaces are metal on metal so it's like you know it's got all the noises just like <laughs> when i drive my 89 toyota on the trail it's like nice hey so you touched on you touched on servo on axle um and it was interesting that you mentioned uh basically I, I don't know would you call it more stability or strength in the front there with the servo being mounted lower um as and, and uh, the servo mounted lower was the weight but this truss unlike a lot of the other ones this truss goes a lot wider it's not just yeah. mounted on the pumpkin screws this is actually a support on the front end to stiffen it up and protect it from bashing it or racing it yeah. diving into the rocks <laughs> yeah yeah that's awesome so it's 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 cool because i'm like i'm learning this stuff at, if you know, folks that are following me know that I'm, so I've got the builder's kit 2.0. It's a chassis. Now it doesn't have electronics hooked up. We have the, the homes, a turn motor in there right now. Um, but I got it here. A good motor. Well, yeah. Yeah. I came from recommendation. Shout out to Pablo. Uh, Cause I want a little more speed out of this. And as I built it, I thought, okay, am I going to go? And then you, 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 you poked me about this on Instagram. Cause at first I was like a Baja truck. And then now I'm thinking, do we do more of like a King of the Hammer with like an exo cage? Like, what do you what do you, what do you recommend for somebody who's looking to 
get a lot of juice out of this out of this rig uh have a lot of off-road fun with it um do you go more king of the hammer style do you go more um um you know like just uh what was the kind of truck pablo mentioned the type of truck and i'm gonna you four uh, truck rock bouncer uh, like a havoc style oh the havoc that's like yeah. a rock bouncer um yeah. The have the have rock style is not going to crawl quite as good. It's going to have a little bit bigger tire. going to be a little bit, you know, higher center of gravity and stuff. Yeah. Honestly, I would still try to do like ultra four Baja truck. I know you really want to do a Baja truck, so you can kind of <laughs> trick your brain here because they have a U4 truck class now in the Baja 1000. So there just you go. The Baja U4, same thing. That's awesome. <laughs> Don't get stuck on labels is what Andre is saying. Just go for what you like. What for the Go for what the eye likes, right? So there you go. Yes. So if we do that, so let's go down that road then. If we go for that kind of Baja truck style, um, this this is obvious. I have an element chassis, but, you know, for guys that, you know, whatever kind of chassis they run, what would you recommend in terms of modifications that, that you would do to, to the car to make it, you know, to get you some decent performance out of the gate? Well, if you wanted to do more faster driving, I definitely think the trailer arm suspension is going to handle better than the link. Right. Um, and then same thing up front. If you really wanted to go more towards the U4, maybe put the IFS up front. I do right. have a long travel kit for the IFS yes. that makes the whole front end one inch wider over stock. So if you're trying to get that, you know, uh, like the U4, the Bronco, the fun hammer truck, stuff like that. Yeah. There's parts out there to make that happen. And so the I IFS think has that new body. You saw it. I think you shared it. Uh, uh, the new Bronco? Bronco. That looks pretty cool. That could be right. good for. Yeah, in the vinyl U4 uh, Baja truck kind of. <laughs> they would look awesome. Yeah, so for with the IFS up front and the trailing arms in the back, is that all about stability? That's all about going fast and being smooth. Yeah. Nice. Sorry, my daughter popped in the garage there. Everybody who's yeah. listening. This happens from time to time on the podcast. Um, <laughs> going fast and staying smooth. So keeping it, keeping it wheels down. And like you said, the IFS on the front extends that the stance, the wider stance on the front and the, obviously the trailing arms do the same thing on the back. So it just gives you that front to back stability, right? Yeah. So with like a crawler, you want to lean those shocks in the back more forward. So if the shock isn't effectively doing as much work. It's going to flex a little bit easier, a little bit softer with the trailing arms. The shock's more vertical. So yeah. the little piston and the fluid and everything, the shock has to work harder to compress. So going faster, the shock does more work. It's a little bit more involved with like getting your oil set up right. Or there's a, there's a couple different valve companies, too, that you can buy. I can't think of the name at the moment. But yeah. it's actually – the piston has little reed valves on it. You can adjust the, the compression and revamp. Nice. That's awesome. So if you wanted to go full, like, suspension on it, you could, definitely. And that would be easier to tune a vertical shock as opposed to one that's tilted down. Right. But, you know. Yeah. And then in terms of a cage, so with, it, with that style of truck, that sort of Baja-style um, truck – is it a cage underneath? Like you still you still recommend having the cage under sort of uh, or how does that all run? All the ones that I've built, man, I've done the plastic cage, I've done just the Lexan body, I've done the full cage. Yeah. It handles different. When you have the full cage, it's got that little bit more weight. It kind of makes the shocks do more work back to the yeah. yeah. Um, and going faster, it seems to help for sure. Maybe it helps it be a little more planted. Right? It's not bad, but like a little bit heavier going faster, it yeah. kind of stays more planted, like yeah how it looks and how it drives are kind of more consistent like a lighter just straight lexan body when you get fast and you you know turn sharp it tends to just kind of unload and roll right. where something that's a little bit heavier it'll kind of like stay planted and dig in like yeah. this baja bug when i was driving that thing around out there i was like oh god it's got the look and then i was like 
driving a little bit faster, a little bit harder. It was just, you know, body roll was nice and it was sticking to the ground. It didn't roll. Yeah, no, for sure. And that's funny because like when I'm coming from the world of on-road racing, you know, sacrilege to talk to you about that right now. But but I saw actually, I saw something on, you had some TTO2 action going. Am I right or yeah. am I right? You're right. You're right. I just <laughs> I tried to go. I went to a couple of events and I couldn't last till the main because I was going with my wife. That's what like, it, I got two qualifiers and I'm like, I got to go. I got to take, take a nap. That's one of the things about... So that's interesting that, you say that. that. Scene, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting you say that because that's why I'm really interested in, even though we don't have a U4 scene up here yet, uh, I might have to be the advocate for that because we need it up here. You know, we have snow, so that would be fun to do U4 with. But um, if that's you build what, it, they will race, right? What's that? Said so if you build it, they will race. That's it. That's it. And I and to see to hear you say you stayed for a qualifier and then you know one round of on road racing. That's one of the challenges with on road racing is guys our age with families or whatnot we we don't have time to hang around for a full day of racing like i could get out there for um i know pablo was went to his first u4 um through i think through war rc or wrc yeah um, u4 the other day and it didn't sound like it was a full day but i've been to on-road races where it's just and anybody who's raced knows this and like you just said it's a huge time investment so something that gives you scratches that that racing itch but also uh doesn't get you in trouble when you get home is the key. Yeah. I've got a, a bunch of practice days. I've gone to way more practice days than yeah. uh, actual races lately just because it's like, yeah. you can go, you can run this whole time and then you can leave. Yeah. But yeah, we, I did a, I did a TTO2 yep. Euro truck. I did a MO5 front wheel drive and I was building a, uh, what is it? The vintage touring car club VTA. Oh yeah. VTA. Yeah. Vintage GT. I was yep. putting together one of those. And then the car that I had was a Fortec. And the gearing was just way off. I had to put yeah. a really small spur on there. And yeah, so I ended up selling that. Um, and I'm probably going to get like a associated, what is it, like a TC1 or something? Yeah. Or TC, TC whatever. Yeah. Yeah. The VTA class is a neat class, though. And I think that would appeal to you because it's, that's a lot of guys that get, you get those classic muscle car looks and it's a lot more scale in there, which is really cool. Like it's still. Oh, I'm the only guy out there with an interior in my uh, front wheel oh, drive. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice that's awesome that's gotta you gotta get like second shaved off for that if you make that effort they gotta give you time off um, oh man it was so bad i was just slow and wide <laughs> <laughs> i ran it with the stock can that it came with i was like ah, it'll be fine oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> so, so how is that how is like that that you foreseen like you're you're in, are you in california right now I, yeah yeah i'm in california um yeah. goes in waves man it goes it seems like it's big and popular you see a lot of posts for it and then nothing Really? And then courses, tracks are opening and then tracks are closing. A new one just emerged. I, wa I was kind of watching it be built. I mean, yeah. I wasn't part of it. I, I reached out to him. I was like, hey, if you need anything, you need any hands, let me know. Yeah. I'd like to, you know, be a part of this, donate time or product, something. But it seems like it's done now. They have a driver's stand. The course is set up. I still haven't seen it open. Yeah. I've just I've seen the track. So there's yeah. like a big track and then there's kind of a, a smaller track next to it. So I don't know if they're going to have like, you know. Huh. U4 only. There's some rocks on one side. I think there's like a crawler course. I don't know if they're going to like tie them into them. But there's a really cool one out in Temecula. Or not Temecula. Marietta. It's called uh, uh, CTRC, I think is what it's called. Okay. And they have like ETL track. And then they have the U4 track on the side of a hill. So you're oh. like 40 feet away trying to judge not only like where you are. 45 degree angle. Where you are, elevation. <laughs> oh, man. It was such a struggle. 
that that sounds like that sounds like king of the hammer like that's awesome like you you're on a racetrack that's on a 45 degree angle <laughs> Dude, yeah it was so I, I went to practice one day and i'm like oh my god i don't think i i don't want to yeah. come out here and be so this is fun today <laughs> it sounds amazing though it sounds amazing i i heard some news from well this is not new news but this is um you know somebody who's from afar but mon- talking about tracks and kind of epic tracks in california being i think one of the places that when you talk about RC tracks, like OCRC always comes up. Yeah, they just closed. They just December. closed. Like that was devastating to me. Like I it, honestly, on my bucket list as a Canadian, as somebody who is into this hobby, thinking one day when my wife decides we're going to come to California on a wine tour, like you know, for our twentieth anniversary, I would sneak away to like OCRC. But it's gone yeah. now. Like it was it just a matter of? I mean, you may not know much about why it closed. Was it just just not feasible for them anymore? Or? I don't know. I, I, I had never been. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I was doing the 10 scale stuff. It was all like outdoor courses, um, revelation raceway and and Pegasus. And there was a one out in Bakersfield. There's a circuit called the JBRL series. And that, that wasn't one that I went to. (laughs) Considering how close it's always been to where I've lived. I was kind of surprised I went there. Getting back to like low C, um, trucks and buggies. And then I had the B44, the original four wheel drive buggy. That was the first four wheel drive. Yeah. Scale I had I had that and a T4 and a B4. Nice. So getting back to U4 a little bit because I know that's kind of that's a nice ballywick and it, it, a lot of your stuff falls in that sort of category a bit. But um, I want your thoughts on it. But as I learn more about it, you know, having that 1.9, the 2.2 class, there's an unlimited class and there's something else in there. But um, what are your thoughts? Because when I look at that and I go, I look at the 1.9 class and how accessible that seems to be um it's probably going to be the easier class to start out in because sure. there's going to be more people exactly that are wanting to get into u4 whereas the two two guys not that they're more serious but they're probably more serious been in it a little bit longer it's a little bit more money yeah. they're gonna have the cars more dialed in and then they have solid axle fis which is front suspension and then there's like full indie depending on your area some of them just call them you know full independent yeah uh but and then there's the custom ones and at least down here they're yeah. pretty tight with the rules on like the custom cage like your shocks have to be mounted to the cage, not bolted to um, like a chassis tower. I worked, yeah. I converted a straight axle to IFS uh, early last year. It was one of those Coyotes by Emmerich's. And I put a tech, Techno SCT410 front end on there. Oh, wow. And when I was building it, somebody was reaching out like, hey, man, you know, this is what will fly down here. You got to do it. <laughs> like, All right, I'll build it so it'll work everywhere. Yeah. So it was kind of cool. That's awesome. learning the rules a bit and stuff. But yeah, and I think the 1.9, typically it might be a bigger class. There might be more people in it, but I think the, the I don't want to say the more serious, but sure. Better. It was going to start somewhere. Right? It's going to be a little bit harder to do well. And I think, especially if you're new. Yeah. Yeah. I got to start somewhere. It's good that they have that class. Would you, would you say that your business and what you build for is um, one class over another, or is it just, we're just looking at off-road big rocks Lots of dirt. I'm, just, I'm here to support the builders that want to build anything. You want to build a trailer? You want to build a, a crawler? You want to build a, a drift truck? <laughs> oh wow, yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, the rally, the rally crew up here would would like to hear that. Maybe we'll start to put our, our ball caps on and think about what you can do for us for the TTO two. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what I can come up with for rally. Actually, there's a rally event tomorrow. I can't make yeah. it. It's a couple a couple hours away from where I live. Um, but for this, all I'm supporting is I did the trophy, so I did like the first, second, third. But I've been trying to wreck my brain on what I can do for rally yeah. stuff. I like the rally thing. Like yeah. I'm building a uh, Dakar truck there, but I'm trying to figure out what I can make for rally cars. 
That's and that's an interesting question. Like we when we look at so a lot of the guys that we run, we have about 20 guys in our club up here, which is pretty darn good considering it just started last year. We've been doing indoor rally on turf at soccer centers, indoor soccer centers over the winter. Um, mm-hmm. We're talk, talking about doing winter rally, but we got a waterproof, which shouldn't be too hard. So maybe there's something there for you. Um, oh, you're going to steal wood. I have to build it. <laughs> there you go. But Speaking of rally. The big thing we need to um, – the big thing we, we have a challenge with is, is that clearance, right? we trying to find that sweet spot of, of ground clearance and not getting hung up on things. With the TTO2, we've uh, – We've jerry-rigged some sort of Lexan slides for under the front bumper because we'll get caught up on roots of trees and stuff like that when we're outside. Yeah, and the we're off. got a lot of open holes under there. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of places for uh, for goodies to grab onto and to flip you over. So that's an interesting thing. Yeah, we'd, we'd love to hear your thoughts, man. Like the XV01 is, is to me, is it's an older platform and chassis. It's pretty sealed in underneath. But um, yeah, it has I'm its I hadn't got my hands on one until recently, and I was like, this thing's pretty well... Uh, impenetrable <laughs> yeah yeah it is it is it has its pros and cons but it's interesting yeah i would you know we'll keep our eyes to you and our ears to you to see what you come up with to help us out up here because uh it's a it's a fun class it's not all you know it's not all that crazy i think it's it's a good beginner class and you can get nuts like we have limits on on power plant and whatnot but uh we're running behind it so it's almost like ultra um it's almost like ultra yeah. four right so yeah, we did that out at uh, ProLine 2019. Um, SoCal Rally Runners set up a course. And I just happened to go. and like, you guys need any help? And then I was there all day doing timing. But <laughs> I ran the course a lot. Yeah. So when it came time for me to do my run, I won. <laughs> nice. Because you knew every turn, every, every whoops. I, get every it. I don't know. It's like I literally was running it all day, just timing people. You had to make sure they didn't you know, cut the course or anything. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I, I won with the TTO one. That's awesome. Oh, sorry. A TLO one. TLO one. <laughs> nice. Look at that. And for the listeners, that was a nice. Uh, was that the pro line by the fire? You won the. Was that rally? Was that the class? Or? Yeah, that was that was the one ten rally. Nice. nice. I actually got that car from a friend of mine. I built him something. I don't remember. And he's like, "Here, I'll give you a TLO one." Like, right. Awesome, man. Rally it up. Uh, so, so we're gonna be looking at the uh, the servo on axle kit from you for sure for this for this element build. Um, there it is, right there for anybody who's. You got it. It, it, it. it pairs nicely with the uh, rear. Yeah. Dress also. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hey, man, if you're going to do it, do it right. They definitely work well together. If you're going to do it, do it right, right? So we're going to be in touch with Andre and um, uh, some exciting stuff I'll tease too. So I was talking to Pablo today and, and you know, Pablo's a man of ideas, as you know, and uh, we might be working on something too with this, with the, with the truck. So maybe a bit of collaboration from SoCal. Yeah, the capper conversion. So what's nice about <laughs> the kit that I make? You literally just drop this cage onto the element skid. So I have adapter pieces that mount on the element skid nice. to accept the whole pattern on the capper, and then the shocks mount in the same spot, same spot. It's super easy conversion. So, so I have a question. Was at the same time as the gatekeeper did. So I was like, I'm not gonna push this. <laughs> I'll wait for the gatekeeper to die down. And then the gatekeeper never died down. All right. I think I've had four gatekeepers. With with that cap with that capper kit. With that capper kit, are, this is going to sound like a rookie question, but the body panels, that, do they come with that or is that something that we would we would have to build on our own? No, with the, the capper kit, you have to buy the cage, which is about 30 bucks. Um, the panels are about 30 bucks and the interior is about 30 bucks. Every piece is like that. But yeah. you can get them from Horizon or eBay. You're probably awesome. your local hobby shop, if they carry Axial, they probably have these. You can buy yeah. aluminum panels. 
I was going to say, could you build your own? the same price as the Lexan ones, to be honest. Right. Uh, when right. I bought these, when I was trying to get this thing finished, I was like, should I do aluminum ones? <laughs> but and but we, I do sell the aluminum panel kit. Yeah. But sorry, aluminum panel sheet, so you could make your own custom panels if anybody wanted to do that, too. So if you wanted to, like, you know, box in yeah. this piece. I like to have this part covered up. I think it looks more racy to me. This looks sure. more like a rock buggy, whereas, yeah. like, the gatekeeper looks more like a U4. So yeah, covering up the body a little bit more would make it look more U4 to me. Yeah. Awesome. But it, it, you use the stock battery location too in the camper. So oh, nice. It's literally a really, really, really easy conversion to throw a little mm -hmm. bit different um, style rock or a little bit different style cage than the gatekeeper. Um, you know, it's got way less overhangs and the wheelbase is a little bit shorter because this uses the links like on the kit that you have. It does not use the trailing arms. The trailing arms push it out and it's a little bit longer wheelbase. But this thing does crawl pretty dang good. Yeah, for sure, man. If anybody hasn't checked out, again, Scale Metal Supplies, check it out. Andre has some amazing, really, really cool stuff. I'm in awe. I'm, I'm in awe at guys like you and, you know, others that fabricate and are able to do that stuff with all the tools. It's it's pretty wild. And um, it's great that you guys are out there to help help us less technical guys out. So it's, uh, it's awesome. Dude, it's so weird how many people I get like, hey, man, I'm looking to buy a welder. I want to try to make some. It's like, you have no experience doing anything? All right. This is awesome. Let me tell you, this is this, 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 your option for <laughs> Mig, TIG, Braze, this however you want to do it. So it's kind of cool. I've tried to make my store more of a one-stop shop now, so I have a full list of tools you might need for fabrication, plus all my stuff. I sell the tabs. I sell the tubes. I even have templates for roll cages now. Awesome. So on there, I do have a template to do like a Jeep four-door roll cage. That's on there. And I'm working on more templates for more builds. I do have the scale rail kit. So it's like a pan, 16 feet of tubing, and all the tabs you're going to need to awesome. design it. The problem there still is you have to fill in the gaps. So yeah. some creativity is required. So that's what I'm working on the next uh, template for. So people right. that don't have the full direction for like, what do I do exactly? It's, it, it, to me, it's fun. It's easy. You just look yeah. on the internet when you like and copy it. <laughs> Make it dummy proof for guys like me. That's a, that's a good approach <laughs> for sure, man. Hey, listen, man, I would like to do like a pre-bent kit. If I can figure out a way to feasibly do like a pre-bent pile of tubes that you could arrange into a buggy yeah i do it but it's i don't know how i'm gonna do it yeah uh soon enough maybe some tells, some tells me you're, you're you'll figure it out and we'll we'll keep watching um want to thank you for coming on tonight uh i think it's awesome we're gonna keep you posted and we'll keep chatting about the build here and uh as i get some of your pieces on this rig i'm gonna feature them and like i said guys you haven't checked out scale metal supplies you know, andre as you can hear and as you can see super approachable dude and uh he'll help you out man so hit him up if you need anything guys anything you yeah. want to add andre on the end here before uh before we uh, uh supplies.com and i do have a youtube channel and everything that you see behind me i have videos of me building i built the baja bug there's a video i built that rock crawler bug there's a video awesome. built this there's a video i built all of the big builds i do i try to record try to document Show people like my whole thought process once again to close the gaps to make things easier for nice. new fabricators, old fabricators. Just see how I do things. Awesome, yeah. So check out YouTube as well, guys. Andre, I'm in my garage. It's probably minus ten in the garage. Uh, little, I see you got the two cars. So. Yeah, I got the two cars. <laughs> yeah, it's the Camp Muskoka two. Muskoka is the uh, cottage country up up our way. But uh, I'm uh, I'm gonna go uh, get a drink and warm up and uh yeah man we'll be in touch again soon thank you so much for coming on bud all righty <laughs> thanks buddy Have a good evening take care